For a palmy and a pint for only $22, lock in the Lockleys Hotel. The top five things we have learnt this week on Rude Dits and Loz. Number five. Bruce was lucky enough to win our Melbourne Cup sweep this week. It's the Melbourne Cup sweep. And away they go. But we learnt his wife may not be so lucky. Bruce from Nova Gardens, you are our sweep winner. Congratulations. Thank you very much. Good on you, Bruce. $500. Coming handy, though, because it's the wife's birthday this weekend. Perfect. So. Oh, absolutely. Oh, perfect. Spoiler rotten. Yeah. Give her a $50 yeah. voucher or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking uh, <laughs> maybe... Maybe $50 at Hungry Jack's. Oh, yeah. 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 We'll, 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 we'll even get cheese on the Whoppers, darling. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. laughs> the burgers are better at Hungry Jack's. Number, Number four. four. Dits is always ready to mock Roo for mispronouncing names. This is up there with Cyberman. No, seriously. This is incredible. Yeah, so famous, <laughs> the famous call we had where Roo <laughs> thought Cyberman, her name was Siobhan, he said, spell. something's just happened in Yossi Mike Park. <laughs> now, that would be Yosemite. <laughs> but this week, we learnt the shoe was on the other foot. Body language expert that's had a look at Will Smith and oh, yes. Yada Pinkett Smith. Tell us about this. Jada. Now, Yada. 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 Yeah. Jada. Oh, Jada. Yeah. I know my Yada. celebrities. Yeah. Jada or Yada. Oh, yeah. Yada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> yada, Yada, Yada. I met this lawyer. We went out to dinner. I had the lobster bisque. We went back to my place. Yada, Yada, Yada. I never heard from him again. Some say Yada, some say Jada. Some say potato, some say potato. Whatever, you know. Then Will Smith chimed in. Keep my wife's name. Out your f- mouth. Tomato, tomato. <laughs> Number three. We learnt about a new cosmetic treatment that Jennifer Aniston uses. Oh. I was reading over the weekend. She has salmon sperm injections. Oh in her well, face. how do you know that? It's. I've read it. Fair income. She has salmon is sperm she, is injections. This, is this what she said, or is this a Daily She's Mail article? She's commented on it. Salmon sperm. That it helps to volumise her face, her skin. I want anyway. you to give it a go and report back to us if, uh, if you could. The salmon sperm. Yeah. Dits, I can't even afford salmon. <laughs> like I'm going to be able to afford Jennifer Anderson's salmon sperm injections. I was going to make a joke about salmon sperm, but I'm trying to scale back my fish joke. Yay! Number two. <laughs> Rue loves Sylvester Stallone. Are you try walking through the snow with a log on your shoulders in knee-deep yeah, snow, yeah. freezing cold conditions, yeah. pushing yourself to an inch of your life? So Rue was pumped when he found out they were bringing out a Stallone documentary. Well, you know I'm a Stallone fan, and Doco Sly comes out today. So what did Rue learn from watching the Stallone documentary? I got home from the pub Saturday night after spent the hour for five or six hours in the Pundas Club you and I you started watching it and I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so I'm not sure it's five stars. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Rocky's coach Mickey had this message for you, Rue. You ought to be ashamed of yourself to get out there <laughs> and, and do it. Do it, <laughs> do it. Do it. Okay. Number one. <laughs> We found out that the increasing cost of living and inflation issues are all Loz's fault. Because the inflation numbers last week were a bit poor. There's actually people still out there spending. Yeah. Not just on fuel, not just on electricity, not just on things outside our control, but actual people out there spending money. Mm, Certainly not me. No, you haven't been home for bloody a month. What do you mean? You've been out the Harvest Rock, you've been out the, you go to the races today. That, that's how they measure it. I yeah. had a go at you, by the way. I'm, yeah, I'm not I'm spending heaps same. of money there, though. I get free stuff. Free, <laughs> <laughs> free stuff, eh, hey, Loz? Maybe you should line up some free salmon sperm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sammy, dirty dog. <laughs> 
<laughs> the soft the trailer, you make it? one joke and it follows you around. The free rest stuff, of eh? Your what life. kind of free stuff? <laughs> I don't think it was a joke. Oh, shush up. <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a rock and a hard place. Either I'm spending money and causing right. inflation or I'm getting free stuff. I don't That's know right. what's worse. Yeah, the okay. top five, all <laughs> thanks to the Lockleys Hotel. For a palmy and a pipe for only 22 bucks. lock in the Lockleys Hotel. It's rude. It's a loss. Triple one. Celebrities. Got a bit of celebrity news for you. Influencers. Instagram, Triple M, Adelaide page, whatever that means. He's got his ear to the ground. Uh, yeah. It'll be downloaded, uploaded. What do you do? Uh, it's awesome. time for Chris Dittmar's <laughs> OMG. 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 Uh, now, first up, uh, I'm a big fan of the pageant. Uh, okay. The Miss Universe pageant. Oh, oh, now, oh nice one, Nick. Hey. Just uh, have a listen to this announcement. Miss Universe Australia. 2023 is Mariah Wilson. Now, Mariah Wilson. she was going to win. Making headlines. Yeah, she was the fave. Making headlines for all the wrong reasons. Uh, they're asking for her to be stripped. <gasps> and I'm here to say, oh, yes, please. Dear. No. Strip. Of her title. Because, oh, okay. uh, turns this out. No, but tell me this, Loz. Uh, should this, this come into awful. it? <laughs> Bear with me. Should this come into it? There are no more pathetic jokes. Um, <laughs> I don't believe She you. and her parents. Owe creditors $45 million oh, in collapsed businesses. Yeah. What sort of business? Uh, construction. Oh, and what God. they're saying is uh, well, there, there are people good. lining up saying they owe us money. Stop idolising her and telling us how good she right. is. She's off to El Salvador next month to represent Australia. Should be she be stripped of her title because of... Oh. Well, is it her parents or is it her? Well, she's, she's a director in 10 of the companies that owe $45 million. Oh, well, then she's, yeah, that's mm. no good. Mm. I wouldn't be happy if All right, she owed me a million I'd, bucks and she was, was going there, to El Salvador. You'd be trying to be a bit quiet, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. interesting. Okay, Maybe anyway. Through the storm. Let's move on. Uh, the world's unfunniest man is coming down to Australia. Uh, Seinfeld's on his way. Oh, oh last time. Oh, what did you just say? Oh. Last time he came to man. Australia, he performed in front of 140,000 paid guests. Yeah, why? How? He, well, should we line all those people up and get him to explain it funny. to you? He's he, not funny. Jerry Seinfeld's oh, not funny. He is not funny. Oh, wow. Dude, oh, no, I'm get, before the end of the show, I want you to get me his three best gags and play you, them to us. Well, you obviously, us. you obviously don't think he's funny. The last time he was here, he called <laughs> Melbourne fine. the anus of the earth. <laughs> that's, and funny. He, that's funny. And he had to apologise. <laughs> it is. That's funny, isn't it? Victoria. Stuff the Victorians. What, Victorian dogs? Yeah. The anus right. of the Stick that up your bum. I'm missing something there. That's hilarious. Adele is back on the grog. Oh, oh, that's all right, is it? Yeah. This is funny. She oh. said she was a borderline alcoholic. There's nothing borderline about alcoholism. You're either oh, you're yeah. either one or you're not, Adele. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, she's back on it. She said she was boring for a few months. So, uh, uh, Robbie Williams, Doco. Now, you watch this. We'll have a quick listen to this first. I felt like I was giving more and more of myself away to the point where you're not somebody you recognise. Being in the spotlight, you can't trust anybody. I was right. having a nervous mental breakdown in front of thousands of people. Now, Rue, you watched this last night. Uh, I watched the first uh, episode. It's about five parts. He described doing this as like watching a slow car crash that he was involved oh, in. Really? He didn't like it. Being he, in the documentary. He or... didn't like watching his life. Oh, yeah. Because he knew what was happening and how bad he was. Right. And, yeah, 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 all yeah, of yeah. that. He got kicked out of a boy band. Take that. Who mm. were trying huge. To... Yeah, they were huge. And then he went downhill and then he got on everything. He was having a real crack there for a while. Right. Then he just nailed it. 
Uh, what's Angels. his good? No, the one, but other one. Let me entertain you. Yes, that yeah. was his first album, mm-hmm. and then dropped off, and then Angels, yeah. and then that he was just superstar um, after. Worth that. watching? Was it? Was it interesting? Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, all right. good. Yeah. What about your other uh, doco you mentioned last week? What, what's happened to Stallone? <laughs> Stallone. Um, I got home from the pub Saturday night after being the hour for five or six hours in the Pundas Club, you and I you started watching it, and mm. I fell asleep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. So, so I'm not it's sure a glowing endorsement. Oh, yeah. no, no I've doubt. got to go and have a try and have a right People magazine under the influence. People magazine's announced the world's sexiest man, Patrick oh. Dempsey McDreamy. Oh. I want to marry you. I want to have kids with you. Oh. I want to build this house. Stop that. It's making me uncomfortable. I want to settle down. I'm a commitment folk. He's, yeah, he's talking to you. Every woman on every He's talking to you. Sorry, I just... <laughs> That's right. really nice and everything. Um, you're really cute, but uh, that's a bit much. Um, <laughs> calm down, Patty. No, he is very handsome. Yeah. I, did, I haven't really thought about him in a long time. I'm I just surprised he was off the, that he's uh, off, off the, the radar scene. a little yeah. bit. That's yeah. a Ray, bit Ray's of an Anatomy choice. was years ago, wasn't it? Yeah. He, yeah. I think yeah. it's actually still running, but yeah. Oh, he's actually. The old boys. Uh, he's not in how it. How old would he be? About 50, 50. 45, 50? Yeah. But he's definitely, he's definitely attractive. But, uh, yeah, I just hadn't thought about him in about nine years. So <laughs> right. Congrats to him. A lot of the old boys win that, don't they? Pierce Brosnan's had a couple. Daniel Craig. George Clooney. Clooney. Yeah, see that? I reckon the average age of these winners would be in their 40s, wouldn't they? Yeah. In their 50s? I think we're seeing a bit of a trend here. So an older, mature man's yeah, good, is it? Well, they actually say they do a world's oh. best grandpa? They do. Pierce Brosnan was that this year. Was he? Bold us. No, seriously, it Where was. 007. Dits. Top 10? Uh, yeah, I think it would be 11th. like a... That magazine would be like a jester scroll. You'd have in, to unroll that list for about ten. three metres. In Lockley's, <laughs> if you're left-handed. <laughs> it's rude. rude. It's a loss. Triple M. On Triple M Breakfast with Rude Dits and Loz. Did you learn something? What did we learn? What did we learn? I learned an interesting fact, I think, that... Um, what do you think killer whales are? Do you think they're a whale? Or oh, I they... thought they were a whale, yeah. Well, is this one of those trick questions? Well, no, it's well, not Well, it really. says they're a whale, so it would but, be fair for people to assume that, yeah. I know, you'd assume that, but a killer whale is not a whale. It's a dolphin. <gasps> what? A killer whale is, they are dolphins. You're joking. No, but they're called killer whales because they used to kill whales. Oh. Do they so not kill them anymore? Yeah, they, what, they still kill whales. Right, but that, so that's how but they... They're a dolphin. Oh, and they're called killer right. whales. They kill the whale. That's right. Not, they are a killer whale. They're not a whale. <gasps> Would have lost money on that. They're a dolphin. Mm-hmm. Ah. Okay, a dolphin. There you right. go. That'll change your life, won't it? Yeah, too. Right. What'd you learn, Loz? Uh, I learned that pillows have expiry dates. What? So, oh, <laughs> what do you mean? No, I was changing my pillows and... Best I'd, before. Yeah, they said, please... <laughs> it said something like 2024. End of 2024 or 2025, it said you need to replace I'm running pillow. with a couple of pillows at the moment that are way over date. Why, why yeah. do they go out of date? Oh, well, have a think about it. You put your head on it every night, people drooling into them. They're just bacteria. They lose their puff. Yeah, and they've got to be puffy too. Mm. But that, let me tell you this, blokes, if you're out there and you've had the same pillow for 10 years or 20 mm. years, it's a huge ick when you're changing the sheets at his house and you yeah. go to change the pillow and it's got all the yellow stains yeah. on it. Yeah. Oh. Only boys' pillows have that. Yeah. Well, no, girls' pillows can girls have them too. Girls' too. Loz doesn't change other girls' pillows. No. Um, yeah, I just haven't really seen a <laughs> lot of those. We sweat and girls' perspire. <laughs> we perspire. Right. 
Um, and we don't fart, we toot. Toot. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I've got a stain on the bed head where my head rubs. <laughs> 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 well, where your head rubs on the actual bed frame. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Give it a clean set. Yeah. <laughs> Now, what I learned over the weekend, uh, I was reading about the economic impact on rural towns of Australia. Oh, this is true. Oh, right. No, this is yes. true. Was well, this on know, a fan tale? No, there are some exactly. small. Do you know there are some small country <laughs> towns out there that have become ghost towns or yeah. diminishing in size? Yeah, I'm talking way out in the outback. And do you know, well, one most of the country impacts, towns are getting smaller. Yeah, but do you know one of the impacts? I've never ever thought of this, and I didn't know. Uh, modern cars can travel a lot further, therefore we fill up less. So once upon a time, imagine you're doing a long trip, right? Mm. Blow yeah. the family up, back the car. You would stop more often and refuel. Yep. Now you can go a lot further. So yep. that, that first country town that you would have stopped at and refueled and bought a can of drink and a, yep. you know, lollies for the kids or whatever, you bypass oh, that town now. Think about online shopping So bits. think mm. of the number of cars that now bypass that town. They go, oh, we've still got half a tank left. Yep. In the old days, didn't have half a tank left. Yep. Have to stop and fill up. The size of the petrol tank and the economy of cars has hurt and killed off a lot of country towns. Far out. There you go. Whiz. And you know what? It's great if you do fill up, but if you don't and you forget, mm. you're stuffed. Yeah. It's, and the fact people travel more with those cars and yeah. go to Adelaide more often and they don't mm. buy their shoes, they don't buy their sportswear, they, mm. all of that. There's heaps of less shops in country towns. White goods. Mm. Yeah. Most of those shops are gone out of smaller towns. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you laughed at me. Small towns are stuffed, are they? An important segment. No, I'm not saying that. And I feel no, they are. They are. They're doing it tough. But I'm talking some real, real small ones that relied on the petrol Mm. station where everyone would stop. They're now driving straight through. There's probably only a couple of towns in South Australia outside of Adelaide that are growing. Yeah. Probably Mount Gambier, Mm. Murray Mm. Bridge. Mount Barker. Or if you call them Mount Barker, a country town, Mm. that'd be Mm. the only three, I reckon. Wyala? No. What about with what's happening up there, no? Not yet. Okay, but it will, won't it? You name a town, I'll tell you if it's shrinking. Mm, streaky <laughs> bay. Shrink, shrinking. Is it? Streaking. <laughs> shrinking. All right. Can, Paul we, Lincoln? We could go on forever about shrinking. this. Shrinking. Shrinking? Right. Is okay. Paul Lincoln shrinking? Yeah, I reckon. Moon really? To, moon to bay. Shrinking. Oh, it's shrinking. Is it? Yeah. Kangaroo Island after last week. Shrinking. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Barnes here. When I'm in Adelaide, I always come at 104.7 Triple M. Jimmy Barnes is a busy boy playing the Mushroom 50 concert at Rod Laver in a couple of weeks. He's just recorded a cover for Mushroom called Black and Blue. And early next year, he's coming to Manham for the Red Hot Summer Tour. But that's sold out. You may have to jump the fence. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, Jimmy Barnes. Jimmy, what a song to cover, Black yeah. and Blue. I remember when it first came out, it was 71, 73, near 73 anyway. Um, it was, uh, there was like like nothing else on the radio. Yeah. We, you know, the radio was sort of covered in pop and all that sort of stuff. And and suddenly Black and Blue came on and it was just, it sounded, you know, the Chain were like a unique band in the world at the time, you know. Um, and I used to go see Chain playing when I was, you know, was in Adelaide. And, you know, I go see them at the pubs there, right. and and I'm, you know, and I ran away to to Sunbury to see Chain and Matter Lake and Thorpey, and so that song really, I really had an impact on me. 
Probably so, because I was probably black and blue at the time. Or someone else was. And me, and me, me, and, my, me and my dodgy mates from Elizabeth were sitting there. Yeah, that'll be it. Uh, well, you can't get in trouble for something you did 50 years ago. Uh, anyway, no, but, but it was a great song. Yeah. Sound, and it sounded great on the radio. It sounded different. Yeah. When this came up for the Mushroom 50th, this was the first band that Michael signed, Michael Gidinski signed to Mushroom. This was the band that he managed at the time. Uh, and I thought it'd be really great if I went back to the origins of Mushroom and do the first song they released. One of the things that's been amazing, I mean, obviously it's such a tragedy that Michael's passed and I didn't really know much about yeah. Mushroom. I didn't know about the history and learning about how many iconic acts he was responsible for and how many people he championed and just what a like massive impact he had on the Australian music scene. It's been mind-blowing. I mean, what was your experience when you first met him? What was it like when you first met him? I met Michael years ago in like in Adelaide. You know, he was there, he was there, you know, probably with Chain or Thorpey or someone like that. And and I remember he was just like he was bigger than Ben Hur. He didn't mm. he didn't stop, you know, he was powerful. He was running around the rooms. I was I was sort of a young muso sitting in the corner, you know, like trying to pick pick, you know, Billy Thorpe's brain. And uh, and I, and Michael was just like bigger than Ben Hur and he stormed around and he was like had ideas flashing everywhere. <laughs> and I thought he was really great. And he thought he was really great. And I watched his progress for a while. I mean coaches all actually tried to get signed to Mushroom and and he didn't sign us because we you know we used to fight every second day you know people thought we were going to break up all the time because we're a bit volatile in in this country like there was a lot of bands that got got the opportunity to to record and actually grow as bands because Michael was there putting his own money into them mm. you know he put his passion into it and you know he ended up with bands like Matter Lake Chain you know mm. Billy Thorpe you know Skyhooks you yeah. know I mean whether you like them love them or hate them you know I mean no that band wouldn't have got signed anywhere else in the world but, yeah. but here in Australia and and eventually you know when coaches was kept winding up you know michael by that point michael and i were good friends and yeah. he was and you know people thought i think michael might have might have influenced me in leaving coaches but he didn't he was one of the guys who was always going this is such a great band you got to stay there and went but when i did leave i thought the only place i want to go in this country or the only label i want to be with was mushroom and one because michael was my friend but two and the main reason was because he was just so passionate about mm. you know um, the way he supported hunters and collectors as a young band when they first came you know, any other label in the, in the world would have dropped them, but he let them grow and they became this unique Australian rock and roll band, you know? Yeah. Hey, Incredible. what about the all-star lineup that's at the Mushroom 50 live concert at Rod Laver Arena, Sunday the 26th of November? This could be absolutely huge, won't it, Jimmy? Oh, that'll be really big. I mean, just I think the idea is to get fifty bands and fifty songs, um, wow. which is you know, and and this and even then they're still they're still you know scraping the surface of what yeah. Mushroom's done, and to to be to be celebrating such a milestone, one it's going to be very emotional. But two, it's just going to be—it's going to be a, being a you know be a part of Australian music history, and I think this show is is going to show the rest, remind the rest of the country how much Mushroom has had to do with uh, with shaping the, the the landscape of music in Australia. Yeah, yeah. sure. Well, Barnsley, I've been watching you on Twitter. I follow you on Twitter. I always ask you a question sometimes about the roses that you've been. Uh, Deheading and stuff like that, but Mate, the, uh, yeah. but oh, the know, new one. I'm man, good at this, though. I'm a fruit. I grew up on a fruit and veg grow. You've even stumped me here. Pink cauliflower. What was that one you pulled out of your veggie garden? We ate that last night. It was it was so delicious. It was just it was just a different type of cauliflower. I didn't even know there was white ones before. But no, no, no. I did, I did. But uh, yeah. but no, they're really, really great. There's you know you get green cauliflowers and stuff like that too. It's just a slight you know uh, a, a different sort of breed, a different sort of you know strain of of the of the seed. It tasted really great. You know, with something you know, I, you know, if you'd have told me that uh, I'd be looking at the garden and 
picking flowers and stuff like yeah. that you know, yeah. 30 years ago, I probably would have punched you. <laughs> yeah. But um, uh, <laughs> tell you, there's nothing better than than picking vegetables from your own garden. Oh, yeah. Barnsley, as always, thanks so much All for the joining best us. You guys. Can't wait to hear Black and Blue. Thought we'd got rid of this girl because I uh, thought the uh, you know poor blokes have finished playing their footy, yeah. but uh, it looked like she's back. She's Port's biggest fan. She's your second cousin. Dits, take some responsibility. Shaz Aditma, Shaz, uh, did you want to come on and talk about Port Magpies possibly leaving the SNFL? Oh, morning, fellas. Look, I don't know much, but I do know this: everything I love. Ends up leaving me. <laughs> I found out Gary left me via text message. I knew it was over with Greg when all my possessions were in a couple of shopping bags left on the front lawn. Yeah. But I never, and I mean never, ever thought I'd find out the Port Magpies were leaving me. Oh, and no. from Theodropolis on Seven News, no less. That's like, <laughs> that's like finding out you're adopted from Jane Doyle. Oh, come on. Look, I know it's big news for Port fans, Shaz, but you know, maybe they're just moving with the times. Moving with the times? You certainly don't move with the times. And you seem to be getting by all right. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> hey, another uh, big port news, Shaz. Did you go down to see Erin Phillips' last game? I did, fellas. I had a tear in my eye. Yeah. You know, to be honest, I think she could have kept going. But, you know, it's good to get out on top. You know, I like to finish on top too. Yeah. Nobody wanted to see her struggle at the end. And, you know, we heard enough of that when she was on Mix 102.3. So. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's happening with the Crows, Rupert? Uh Crows, a couple of tree huggers trying to stop you from building your new home base, I heard. Oh, should be all right, uh, Shaz. It should be all right. Don't worry about that. Look, I'm, I'm surprised the authorities are reluctant to pull up those trees. They certainly didn't hesitate to rip up the 10 plants out of my back shed last weekend. So. <laughs> you haven't been done again, have you? Anyway, let's move oh. on, shall we? Hey, listen, we haven't heard from you for a while, Shaz. What have you been up to? Oh, you know me, fellas, busier than a cat bearing a turd on a marble floor, running around after the kids, picking them up from school or the Raman Centre. Yeah. And, and did I hear your mate, Loz? She was always too scared to front me. Did she win some kind of radio award? Yeah, yeah. best newcomer in yeah. Australian radio. Oh, well, you put on a few bogan voices and ruin the sport every now and then and they hand you an award these days. Hey? Where's my award? Yeah. Best radio segment delivered by a hot chick from a phone box. Hand <laughs> me my trophy. Yeah, there's something in that. All right, <laughs> well, see you later. Shazza. See you. Yeah. Good Bye. to hear from you, Shaz. Shaz and Dimmer. Shaz Triple M. Oh, we left the studio yesterday and headed out to do whatever we do after, uh, you know, about 10 o'clock and nearly got to the edge of the CBD, nearly over near Hutt Street. And I nearly pulled my car over. I saw mm. a bloke cruising along with a baby on his chest. Mm. You know how they have him looking forwards, like, you know, the, the bloke who's walking is. And the little baby's legs were kicking around and his oh. arms were kicking around. And Cute. I nearly had to pull the car over and go and steal the baby. <laughs> I, 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 I just get oh, so bro. clucky baby. when I see kids like that. <gasps> Do Are you? you serious? Yeah, and you know what? I was, this is, oh, this might sound stupid. I can't wait to be a grandpa. Really. Oh, you'll yeah, you'll be the <laughs> best grandpa. Oh, six, six not enough. Well, yeah, no, geez. my youngest one's seven, and he's starting to turn into like a a genuine boy. Yeah. Um, you know, and no more baby sort of little. Yeah. If I see a baby anywhere, and I don't even know the people. Yeah. I'm. I'm nearly asking if I can have a hold. Yeah. Oh, Rude, come on. <laughs> no, I do. I've done it before. I've had a hold of people's babies I don't even know. I just can't. I just love the the Baby. little fat little yeah. uh, arms and hands <laughs> and oh buff heads. And, yeah. Um, they smell good too. There's something about a baby's head smell. 
I just get, I, I just can't help it. It's just like an addiction. Yeah, I get it. Do you know what? I don't know many men who have it. I know a lot of women who have it. Um, but it, it, there is something about it. If you see a cute baby, I was in a shopping line the other day and the mum had a pram and she was kind of with the other kid talking to her and the baby looked at me mm. and yeah. started smiling and yeah. laughing. <laughs> and I just went, oh, good God. I mean, it was insane. And then it made my day. It just made my day. <laughs> Giggling little baby. Off he went. Oh, look, I'm happy to put my hand up. I'm as clucky as when I see kids, but I don't know. If, what, you don't reckon many blokes like that? Don't I think so. I think with their what? own kids, they well, really got, love their own got babies. You no connection but... with them when you see them? Um, like a stranger's I, baby. No, kids are cute. Yeah, yeah. I, I see what you're saying, but I don't think it grabs me like mm. like that. No, no. Well, maybe I'm the odd man. Want to go out and pick up someone else's baby? <laughs> Is there anyone like? What if they had little pigtails and little fat legs? Yeah. <laughs> Blokes, women, are you as clucky as me when you see those little babies? One of my favourite things is having when I had young kids was to carry them on the front when they look the other way, and you can just feel their legs kicking around mm. and arms going everywhere, and I don't know. It little just gets fat me legs. going. Root George from Huntfield. Heights has texted in, just had a newborn. Out in public, we get mostly men that stop us. Really? Like, which is what you're saying. Well, that's good, George. Oh, that's beautiful. Let's head to Dutton. G'day, Rick. Are you a bit clucky, are you? G'day, Rue. G'day, Dits. Uh, hey, Loss. How you hey. Going? Good, good. You get a bit clucky, Rick? Oh, yeah, absolutely, mate. Absolutely. Everywhere I go, little babies, they always look at me, smile at me. I don't know what it is. They think you're beautiful, do they? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but they always seem to look at me. And I, oh yeah, yeah. I've got a couple of daughters myself, twenty-two and seventeen. So definitely looking forward to being a par for sure. Oh, yeah. love oh, it. Good on you, Rick. Beautiful. You sound like you got a big, cuddly, cute face. Oh, you must do. Uh, let's go to the Barossa Valley. Trev, do you get a bit clucky? Very, very clucky, man. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us what happens. <laughs> Oh, I just I, everywhere I go, even on a te- on a TV show, I've just always loved little children. Still do. If I see people coming back from Kansas down uh, in the train, you know, little happen to be a little Aboriginal baby. I spoke to the parents and Beautiful. you know, I just can't help but ask, you know, ask about the little ones, whoever they are, and. Tell them to love them and nurture them and enjoy them. Oh, Good on you, Trevor. Trevor. Well said. <laughs> what a beautiful uh, man. Let's go to Gulfview Heights. G'day, Andrew. You're getting a bit clucky, eh, Andrew? G'day, guys. Yeah, I'm certainly guilty of, uh, you know, gravitating towards a baby in the room when there is one to have a hold. Aww. Oh, that's good. Now, now, I can actually vouch for you, Rue, because about 10 years ago at the Alma, you sort of uh, gravitated towards my young daughter and uh, had a bit of a chat with us while we were enjoying ourselves and ended up having a hold of my daughter. Oh, <laughs> that's what I do. I can't help it. I can't help it. Cute. Oh, gee, we probably bought her a beer as well. <laughs> Let's go to, oh, here's Adrian from AGL and Sons Crane. Oh, Adrian, we haven't spoken to you since uh, our river run. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. Very well, mate, yourself? Very good. Thanks for calling in. How are you? How's things? Yeah. Oh, not too bad, mate. The river shacks have been knocked down, mate. Things are moving up there and... Uh, we're starting to get ahead of things now, well, which is good. You very were fantastic good. in supporting uh, our river run that we did, Adrian. Thank you very much for that. What, do you get a bit clucky no. as well? No, man, no, I'm ringing about you, buddy. 20 years ago, we were at the Balaclava Cup. Yeah. My daughter, Amy, she's just about to turn 21. Yeah. And uh, Liz, Liz and I, mate, were at the Cup, and uh, you and Simon Goodwin, a few there, and Amy was about three, four months old, and you just asked straight away, oh, do you mind if I hold her? Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> God. <laughs> It was so funny, cute. mate, because uh, there you were cuddling our, uh, our 
little three-month-old baby. You had it for about 15 minutes. You didn't want to give it back. Oh, I'm not a crazy baby statue. I didn't sweet. drop her after a few beers. No, no, no. no. It's a great memory, mate. Good luck, buddy. Right, thanks, Listen, Adrian. Anyone listening, if you need your kids' babysat, <laughs> yeah. again, Rue, we'll give out Rue's phone number yeah. in just a minute. He doesn't charge much. Oh, yeah. well, oh, I think it's nice. It anyway. is nice. <laughs> Rue's babysitting nice. service. Oh, yeah, so what a beautiful stuff. phone that was. Yeah. That's made me very happy. Very wholesome. Triple M. You call this I always wanted to be an archaeologist when I was growing up, so That's going amazing. over there and dusting. Oh, oh don't what? laugh at that. Quite seriously, though. <laughs> don't you dare laugh at that. I was an archaeologist. Shut up, you kid. <laughs> I would have been a great archaeologist. Put on your khaki pants and get out your rock hammers. Archaeologists have dug up a 5,000-year-old pub in Iraq. It's time for Archaeology <laughs> News with Loz. Oh, what have you dug oh, up now, Loz? Yes, it is. They've discovered some more pyramids, Rui. What? But not in Egypt. These ones are in the Amazon. Okay, so basically using laser mapping, which is an amazing new tool that archaeology uh, people who are archaeologists are utilising, Basically, from drones and planes, they can do Rue's face. <laughs> what? You just sounded like you're on the inner sanctum of archaeology. Yeah, well. Yeah. We all talk about this stuff and, yeah, know, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're excited about laser hey, mapping. little brunches Who's, who's we? You're part of a society now, are you? Well, it's just me and the other Archaeologist and Anonymous. And, yeah. Right. right. Okay. AA. Yeah, I'm a member of AA. My name's Loz and I'm an archaeologist. <laughs> you're a dual member. <laughs> Anyway, laser mapping is amazing. They use drones and, you know, laser pointers, right? The most basic you can imagine a laser pointer. They use thousands of them and it scopes out the area and it can detect any sort of underground. um, Different formation. Yeah, exactly. Sounds Sounds like cheating to me. Oh, what, you're, you're not. A, I don't think you're a real archaeologist if you're using laser pointers. Yeah, get a pick out. Yeah, get your pick out, please. Oh, so te- it's technology. Get on your hands far. and knees. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Archaeologists are moving with the times, dits. No way. Nah, about it's not. The, it's not the same. <laughs> it's not the same. Not the same. No. Okay. So All right. Well, they found I a pyramid. They found a pyramid. Where? Well, when they were cheating the jungle. by using yes, and what they've discovered is that it is from a tribe, um, an a- Amazonian tribe. 500 to 1400 AD, so a long time ago. So the jungle has grown over the top of a pyramid. Yeah. yeah. And what they've learned from these pyramids was that this was actually a much more civilized society than they initially thought. They thought that these groups sort of lived in small groups. They had limited social communication, that they weren't very advanced Mm. until the Spanish occupation that happened much later. Um, and you actually sound like you're making out you know what you're talking about. You? Well, I read the Lad Bible article very thoroughly. <laughs> and uh, no, but it turns out that they were actually much more advanced than they thought. And they built these so pyramids. They had little society. What sort of advancements had they made? Well, for, first of all, they were able to build pyramids, which oh. suggests that they had tools and they knew how to harvest the land for, you know, that sort Can of I thing. Can I ask and, a very stupid question? Mm. What people, where, where's the Amazon? Where is it? South America. South America, right, yeah. So the people who made pyramids are Egyptians? Yes. Yeah. So what, You're onto something. Well, this is the thing. There? You're there's, onto something. There's a lot of um, mysterious... Did they travel? Well, it wasn't the same group of people. Hell of a coincidence. There's a lot of mysterious um, pyramids that have popped up completely separate from other societies around the world over, you know, before we had the internet, of course, before people even knew that other people lived in other parts of the world. Totally. With a lot of similarities in the way that these structures were built and the gods, and I use quotation marks yes. when I'm right. on radio. Great yeah. laws. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> the gods that they were worshipping were similar and that sort of thing. So right. there's a lot of strange coincidences. But this was before, because you know how in if you go to um, that part of uh, America, a lot of people speak Spanish. 
Uh, it was before that. So before the Spanish colonized the, the area, this was pre that. They had their own languages, their own ways, and they were much more You've advanced. You've gleaned all of this from discovering a pyramid. Yeah. This is the, the thing, Dits. Every History is context for our current life. And right. if we don't look into it, you know, the f- first thing happens when someone goes to therapy, not that you would ever mm-hmm. go or understand that, but it, it's a, they look at your history to figure out who you are today. Right. And why, For all you those know, people that are listening right now that have woken up with a raging hangover from the yeah. Melbourne Cup. Oh, no, no, no. This will make them feel much better. Well. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I will cure your hangover with facts yeah. about uh, the ancient tribe of... Kasarabe. <laughs> Good morning. Loz. What Triple was M. that segment about? <laughs> I, I don't know, dudes. I um, listen to the overnight show uh, before I come in, in in the morning, and I think we all do a bit. You with Luke, in the car. Luke Boner. With Luke, Luke Boner. Yep. And Bone has a bunch of people on that he has on often, and it's different experts in different fields, and yep. he's built up relationships with them, and you know he has quite a bit of a rapport with these people. Yeah. But I heard something this morning where I think maybe – it's a bit of a one-sided emotional connection. One-way street. Yeah. Looks like I'm going to get a lot of photos. You're mate. going to get a lot of photos, mate. <laughs> Have a happy day. You too. Uh, all the best with the Melbourne Cup. Take care, Luke. Thanks, mate. Love you. Bye. <laughs> and then dead air. <laughs> this is the night. Oh, oh, oh. That. He was, so, he was yeah, knocked off yeah, his chair. Yeah. He just said, love you, and he went, bye. And then nothing. <laughs> I mean, come on. You don't on. say love you, do you? I, I wouldn't did, have thought. I did wonder whether it was a, a mistake. No, he's, he's very friendly with him. He's great mates with uh, that real estate guru. Yeah. He's on every week. But is it one of those situations Not where... to love you. Yeah. On national radio. I've said I love you to a teacher once. <laughs> what? Oh, I called my teacher mum once. I went, no, okay, I love you, bye. And, uh, and I went, oh. Like, you know, you immediately go, what have mm. I just done? But being left hanging is a, you know, I've had experiences with it personally. <laughs> You've got to have it happened at Overland Corner Pub. One of the most excruciating <laughs> things that's ever happened to me. And it is, I'll, we'll put it up on our Instagram story because there is a video <laughs> of it. It is so, I've never been blanked like that in my life. But he didn't and do that on purpose. No, no, no. Did he? he did it's not all right do it on if purpose. it's not on purpose. Mm. But the That's problem when it's is okay. I was being filmed and the moment where <laughs> yeah. I had to move my hand <laughs> away because, you know, you high-fived him and I went in and it just didn't happen. <laughs> you're, I thought, you're not from the room. I thought, you? okay, well, that was embarrassing. And I turn around and I see Jared filming me <laughs> and I just go, no! It was brilliant. Oh. It was good. We'd had a good few days and we'll then you hung the out story. to dry. But it's, but it's nasty. Yeah. When they know you've said it. Yeah. And you choose not to repeat it. But we've had. Like what happened with Boner then. <laughs> yeah. But who finishes can, a sentence with Can we just say that one more time? That's <laughs> just wait, I've got to grab it. All right. We'll just, say. yeah. I quite often don't say love you back if I'm not in the right mood. <laughs> Why? So who, who's saying I love you that you're Depends not Depends who it is. Oh. What? Not your children. Yeah. Well, as a matter of fact, so. I reckon she said last night when she went to bed, love you, Dad. And I said, good night. Bro, <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Oh, oh, no. I don't know why. you're first born. I you're don't know why. So if you're listening, you know I love you. But Dad, did. so you just said it then, but you couldn't say it to her face. I know. Sometimes well, that's that happens. Why? No, but don't, our dad I don't, was the same. You make out your Mr. Love Bug. I am. <laughs> I say it all the time. You would never say it. You don't know that. That's unfair. I do say it. I feel like you're a bit mushy with your kids. You I would am. say it. I am. Brian obviously loves us. I mean, he couldn't love anything more than my dad loves his kids. Dad. But 
we had to, me and my sister had to have a conversation with him because we'd go, "All right, see you, Dad, love you," and he'd go, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he even realised he was doing it, but you know. So you had to you had to lecture him. Yeah, and now he's a bit over the top with it. Right? So now you want him in. to pull back a bit. Yeah, it's a bit much now. It takes a bit to get a love out of your dad, doesn't it? it? I think so. I think, but you know what? Giving it out, sort of like withholding it a little bit, makes it very powerful when it happens. Oh yeah, see. yeah. I get lucky. Otherwise, you, you throw them out willy nilly. It doesn't mean anything. Like, oh, that's what people oh. do these days. No, Not you with know your what? own kids. I think if a therapist was listening, <laughs> they'd think we were really ill in the head, Rufus. Oh, saying that. You know what? You've got to say. Therapists are ill in the bloody head. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't they? <laughs> I, I don't know who's going to diagnose them. You know, they're mm. their own doctors. But. Mm. Are we going to leave this break hanging? We or? just left each other hanging there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Love you. Love you. Did Love you ya. get the extra grab or Looks not? Looks like I'm going to get a lot of photos, You're going to get a lot of photos, mate. <laughs> Have a happy day. You too. Uh, all the best with the uh, Melbourne Cup. Take care, Luke. Thanks, mate. Love you. Bye. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> oh, this is the night shift. <laughs> Joe Darby said, love you back. Oh, yeah. oh. What's yeah. going on in real exactly. estate? Yeah, love Bloody you too. Too much love. Oh. Oh. All right, see you later. Bye. <laughs> love you.